You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Friday, May the 20th of 2022. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. This is going to be episode one of two today as Ethan Smith of Locked On Pirates and I are going to record a little bit later if he's feeling a little bit better. Otherwise, I will record a series preview with the Pirates by myself later on this uh, Friday afternoon. But regardless, this will be episode one of two. Thanks for tuning in and making Locked On Cardinals your first listen of the day. We made it to Friday, so congratulations for that as well. And we have some very, and I mean very, exciting news to talk about on this bonus edition of Locked On Cardinals, and that is that Matthew Lieber, oops, excuse me, that is that Matthew Liebertor and Nolan Gorman are going to be St. Louis Cardinals. I talked about it a little bit on yesterday's show, just a little bit. So I want to go a little bit more in depth today and talk about what this means for them, because Nolan Gorman and Matthew Liebertor are two guys that we have been so high on for such a long time. It's almost emphasis on almost, hard to believe that they're finally up at the major league level. We thought we were going to see this a couple weeks ago, but instead we saw Kramer Robertson, which was which was fine, wasn't, wasn't hugely upset about it, but we are now seeing the youth movement come together for this team. We were seeing Yepes up, we saw um, Jake Walsh, Andre Pallante, we're seeing these young guys come up for the St. Louis Cardinals and getting ready to make their major league debuts. So what have they been doing while in Memphis this season? Well, let's just take a look at uh, their statistics so far in Memphis. For the Nolan Gorman, he's hitting 308 this year. He's on base with 367, a slugging of 677, and an OPS of 1,044. He has hit 15 home runs, 23 runs driven in. He's got 12 walks. The big negative on Gorman is the 50 punchouts in just 34 games and 133 at bats. Season numbers for Libertor. He's 3-3, three and three, the 3-8-3 three, three ERA over seven games, all starts, 40 innings. He's got a whip of 1.2 and a batting average against him of 247. Not spectacular by any stretch of the imagination. Let's look at his recent game starts. He's coming off, his most recent start was May the 12th. He was going to have a long time in between starts where he went six innings. He gave up four hits, one earned run, four walks, five punchouts. That's been the MO on him. Can he control it? Can he control his stuff? Because the start before that, he went five and two-thirds of an inning, struck out seven, gave up nine hits, six home runs, one of those being a home run. Or six runs, rather, one of those hits being a home run. But before that, those two starts before that, he had turned in two, seven, shutout inning performances, respectively, with nine punchouts and seven punchouts. So Libertor obviously has the stuff. So expectations for these two. I talked about this point a little bit on yesterday's show. Expectation, obviously, is that they make some sort of impact. Expectation is obviously that they come up at the major league level and are able to produce. What is the patience level going to be like for these two? Because particularly with Gorman, you know, with Libertor, you've got the basic issues of, oh, control, is the stuff ready, uh, length. You know, you got all those basic issues, if you will, or concerns. But with Nolan Gorman, you've got the extra concern of the strikeout. Because as I just mentioned, 50 strikeouts already this season at the minor league level. He strikes out a ton. So I'm not saying he's a Tyler O'Neill 2.0, right? But there is that level of concern of how many 
strikeouts are the Cardinals willing to live with as long as he can still produce at that major league level? Because if he strikes out three times tonight but hits a home run, do you live with that? If he strikes out two times tomorrow and he hits two home runs or a home run and a double, obviously you live with that. So I'm not trying to tamper expectations by any stretch of the imagination. What I am trying to do is just let you guys know that the strikeouts are going to come. Plain and simple. There's no question about that. Strikeouts are going to happen for Nolan Gorman. Especially if he ever faces left-handed pitching. Although there have been reports that he's improved on that a little bit. I'm just ready to see the light tower power that we have heard about from Nolan Gorman for what seems like forever. And with Gorman specifically, I'll get to Libertor's expectations in a minute. The defensive side of Nolan Gorman is fascinating to me. Because he started out as a third baseman. He's going to be Matt Carpenter's replacement, was the, the idea there. And then the Cardinals trade for Nolan Gorman, or not Nolan Gorman, Nolan Arenado, and how he has to shift over to second base. And there have been concerns about his defense at second. The bottom line is that he's been, he, he's an athlete, and he's been playing second base for a couple years now. He's not going to be a Tommy Edmund at second. He's not going to be a Brendan Donovan at second. He's not going to give you plus, plus, plus defensive metrics. What I'm looking for Nolan Gorman to do is to make the routine plays. Doesn't even have to look too pretty doing it. Just make the routine plays. That's all he has to do, in my opinion. Because you got Goldsmith that's going to help you out at first. You got Edmund up the middle. It's going to help you out a ton. That's a side of this that I'm really intrigued about as to how that plays itself out. Because that's, at least according to Ali Marmol, that's a big reason the defensive metrics, not just against Nolan Gorman, but for the Cardinals team, that's why he wasn't called up sooner. Was because they didn't want to sacrifice team defense. But at this point, with the way the offense is going, and yes, I talked about it yesterday, that we're starting to see some positives overall from the offense. It was still time to shake things up and see what Nolan Gorman can give you. And that's exactly what the Cardinals are doing right now with him. Expectations for Matthew Libertor. Length. I'm not looking for him to go nine innings, strike out 12, shut out. Three hits. I just mentioned the game logs. When he gets when he get rough when he gets roughed up, excuse me, he gets roughed up big time. But when he's on. He's on. He threw six innings, one earned run in his last start. Before that, like I mentioned, the, the, the six earned runs, and then two starts prior of seven shutout innings. He needs to be able to give the Cardinals length. Give the Cardinals five to six innings. He's not somebody that is going to come up and say, ooh, is he, is he there yet? Is he not there yet? He's going to, like, is, is, when I say there yet, is he able to give the length or not? He's able to. He's been a starter forever. He's going to be a starter. Come up and give the length that the Cardinals need him to give. He's getting called up because of the inability of Jordan Hicks and Dakota Hudson, and really Steven Matz too, but those two particular, to give the Cardinals more than five innings. We'll see what Libertor is able to do on Saturday. I'm not done talking about him. I'm not done talking in general, but with this being a bonus episode, it is a little bit shorter. So I'm going to take my first and only break of the show right now. When we come back, after I give you some incredible reads about the incredible tasting built bar and bet online, talk a little bit more about Libertor going forward and what the, the future is for these two 
and the St. Louis Cardinals moving forward. But before we do that, I want to talk about the brownie batter puffs that are out online right now at Built.com because I want you to imagine if you could lick brownie, a brownie spatula clean when you're making brownies, the brownie batter, get that incredible taste and get some protein in. You're in luck because Built has a new creation and this one is better than ever. It is the brownie batter puff. You can get it right now at Built.com. If you haven't tried a Built Puff yet, you are missing out. I'm not sure what you're waiting for because they are a covered, a chocolate-covered protein marshmallow bar. That's right. Delicious marshmallow covered, 100% in real chocolate, with 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and just 7 grams of sugar. The brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. They are incredible. I got my pack of the other day. They're already out. I'm already out. I already, need, I already need to order more. That's how delicious these are, and they're incredibly healthy. So go to Built.com right now to get some brownie batter puffs immediately. Do not wait. And another incentive, you can go to Built.com right now, enter the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. One more time, that is LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. And our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs this season as well as any sports info you can find all the latest odds sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs nhl playoffs major league baseball scores fights and even next season's nfl futures bet online is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information whether it's live betting playoffs esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because bet online where the game starts Let's talk about the future of these two players. Let's talk about the future of Gorman and Libertor. Because it's a future that I think looks different for both players. We're talking about Libertor first, because we were talking about Libertor to end last segment. We'll talk about Libertor to start this segment. And again, this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode with it being a bonus episode. But with Libertor, he's going to get one start, and then the team will decide, at least according to Katie Wu, whether it's a one-time thing or he stays up. So the question with, with Libertor is, let, let's say he goes seven innings against the Pirates, gives up two runs, strikes out six, okay? Walks nobody, gives up, I don't know, six, seven hits. Is that a good enough line to keep him up at the major league level? I say probably. I mean, this is somebody that has all the upside in the world, has some potential up, you know. I think that's the capability, that's the kind of stuff that keeps you up. Now the question becomes, who do you send down? Is it a Jordan Hicks? Is it a Dakota Hudson? Because it's not going to be Wainwright, Michaelis, or Mats. It's just simply not. So between those last two, your, your four and five starters, if you say, all right, Libertor proved enough, proved that he can stay up at the major league level, that's great. That's fantastic. That's fine. No problem with that. But you do have to make a decision on who you send down. Because as of this recording, they haven't announced who's being who's being dropped from the team. Because Libertor, in order to him to make the major league level, um, he's going to need to, you know, there's going to be room that's going to need to make on the roster for him. So we'll see what that move is. But I think Libertor can prove that, you know, he has the capabilities to stay at the major league level. And I would love to see him stay up. You know, it's like Ken Griffey Jr. said in, this, in that commercial, let the kids play. Because with Nolan Gorman, he's going to be able to have the opportunity to play. Because O'Neal's on the IL for 10 days, at least, with the shoulder inflammation. 
Gorman's going to be the everyday second baseman. Tommy Edmonds is going to get the starts at shortstop. Let Gorman play for the good, better, or worse, in my opinion. Because the future for Gorman, at least at the major league level, is a little bit more certain in terms of playing time than it is for Libertor. This could be a one-time thing for Libertor. I would love to see Gorman play every day, righty-lefty, doesn't matter, DH second base, doesn't matter. Would love to see Gorman play every day. Would love to see it. I talk about this a lot. Baseball being a memory-type sport, a muscle memory-type sport, you need to get everyday reps in, especially as a position player. So with Nolan Gorman coming up, trying to adjust to major league pitching, all these different things, what's going to help him the most is coming up and making everyday appearances. Starting every day, playing every day, that's what's going to help O'Neill, or not O'Neill, excuse me, Gorin the most, in my opinion. Let the kids play. I would be okay with letting Libertor come up, regardless of how he performs, because I think there's a really good argument to say Libertor is closer to being a full-time starter at the major league level than Jordan Hicks. And if you remember my show yesterday, I talked about the positives behind Jordan Hicks, so I do like Jordan Hicks a lot, but there's a good argument to that. Regardless of all of the points that I've said today on this little bonus episode, This is going to be an exciting weekend because you get to see Nolan Gorman. You get to see Matthew Libertor, two guys that we have waited for a very long time to see at the major league level. Also, a little caveat to end the show, Andrew Kisner was removed from yesterday's game and he uh, uh, Ivan Herrera, excuse me, was called up to the taxi squad for the traveling purposes. So if he has to go down, maybe you see Ivan Herrera make his major league debut. Another top prospect. We could see a lot of kids getting the call-up this weekend. We're already seeing at least two, so I'm excited. Drop your excitement level in the YouTube comments section. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals or on Instagram at the same handle. Email the show your thoughts at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Again, secondary episode today will either be me talking about the Pirates series because if Ethan doesn't feel well or things are going well there, or it'll be a crossover. So stay tuned for that, but thanks for tuning in this bonus episode of Locked on Cardinals. And until I talk to you guys again, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.